You are listening to Matter of Theology, a podcast production that deals with church and cultural issues from a biblical standpoint. We stand firm on the sufficiency of Scripture, hitting every topic with an open Bible and the boldness to say things that others are afraid to. And now, here's the host of Matter of Theology, Chris Huff. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Matter of Theology, the place where theology matters because everything, oh my goodness, everything is a matter of theology. My name is Chris. I'm here with my boy Drew and um, and we are a part of the Christian podcast community. Check it out. Check out the Christian podcast community. There's lots of good things and good podcasts and great podcasts and great people that come from the Christian podcast community. And uh, that, of course, is a part of Striving for Eternity Ministries with Mr. Andrew Rappaport. Um, we are a part of Cruciform Ministries, which is awesome. Uh, Cruciform Conference coming up in the first weekend of June. This year's conference still standing. 500th anniversary of Martin Luther at the Diet of Worms. So uh, there's a lot going on, bro. There is. There's a lot going on in the world. There's a um, lot. It's only February, as of the recording of this episode, it's it's just towards the end of February. And I feel like it should be June. Yeah, it does. It feels like uh, these first two months have just been dragging on. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what, what what's wrong with time, you know, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know, brother. I, I, I don't know. Um, it's and this week has been crazy. This week has been uh, just more craziness. It just seems like, like that starting in the middle of January through now, there's just been just so much happening um, in the world, um, but then also within the within the confines of, of the church. Uh, the church. So, did you freeze again? Oh nope, you're back. You did. <laughs> you oh, froze hey. again. We, we both did. So yeah, we we've had some technical issues tonight. So. Um, so, brother, what would you say right now is is one of? Obviously, it doesn't have to be the, but is one of the most church currently? Hold on, say that again because you froze. Oh man, what on earth? <laughs> what would you say right now is one of the most pressing issues that we're seeing within the church? Oh my goodness! What, what? it can be one of. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many that are popping into my head. There, First there, one you think of, go. I mean, I, I don't want to say that one because we've talked about that one a lot. Uh, one of the most pressing issues that I would say in the church right now is, is cowardice among men. Um, that's what I would say. That That's what I, I think is one of the most pressing issues right now. Because And, and I say that because of, right, COVID, right the this whole this whole covid thing and <clears throat> people afraid of you know government shutting them down or or whatnot and then but also just afraid of other people and then but one of the things that really irks me really really gets under my skin is i'm i'm like Sticks the kind crawl. of yeah it really grinds my gears <laughs> um, 
I'm, I'm kind of one of those guys that's just, I've always just been like, and, and people at work at, at my job, they will tell you uh, that I have no problem going up to someone and just saying whatever I feel in that moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I need to repent. I'm just going to be honest, <laughs> just going to be honest. Uh, but one of the things that really irks me is when you go to someone and you say, you know, these are some things I don't really agree with over in this area, dealing with stuff like this, that, and the other thing. And you know what they say? They say, I agree with you. Like, I I agree with you. I have those. I I think those are some of the same caution. I I have the same cautions and, and stuff but then they don't do anything about it. Hmm. Right. They're, they're in a position to do something to bring that up, but they don't. And you know that they don't, um, <laughs> you, you just know. Um, so one of the things that, that does irk me is just cowardice in men, you know, the, the men who have a fear of other men, mm. right? Because yeah, dude, I'm, I'm way too old to be doing this, this whole high school thing. That's just like, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to talk to this guy, but then I'm not going to, I'm going to make it sound like this to somebody else and and this, that, and the other, just to protect myself and blah, blah, blah. And, and playing both sides of the fence and this, your mouth. Yeah. Bro. Like I'm way too old, you know, just, (laughs) and I'm one (laughs) I really hate when people are just like, they tell me partial truths, you know, things that just sound good or things that I want to hear. Yeah. Mm. I think that is one of the biggest issues I have seen in the church um, over the past year and a half or so. Um, so, mm. so. So that's, that's one thing that just because you know the older i get the more i go the more i look at 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 stuff in the church and i just go it and this is you know this this isn't speaking of any church in particular but just the church as a whole um because you see this type of stuff in like nine marks too um nine marks acts 29 churches all over the place it's just like it's almost like a whole bunch of guys got together and they just said Hey, you guys want to play church? Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to be the pastor and you, um, you can be my associate pastor because we're, you know, we're related and stuff, but, um, uh, um, and you guys, you guys can be elders, you know, and then they're just kind of playing church because none of the duties of the church are actually fulfilled. (laughs) So there's, and I go, I'm just, and and I sit back and I watch the whole landscape of the church and I go, I'm too old for that. (laughs) (laughs) I I ain't got time for that. But then, but then I turn my gaze and I see men like John MacArthur. (laughs) I see men like, uh, uh, James Coates And, and, and I'll throw them in there too. You know, men like Jeff Durbin. Um, even though there are some things I disagree with Jeff Durbin, 
but 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 he i mean the guy's still bold you can uh you cannot take that away from him you cannot take that away from him the guy is bold yes sir um but you've got and i know you probably weren't a fan of me throwing jeff durbin in with john MacArthur. (laughs) but uh but uh you know i look at i look at these guys and i go these guys will tell you straight some will do it a little bit cleaner than others but uh (laughs) but these guys will tell you straight right and they're not gonna back down but but they're gonna have scripture to back it up there you go you know and so well going going back to what you said um let me get closer to the mic here going back to what you said and, and and by the way we for for those listening, we we did have a plan tonight um, to to record, uh, and and then we we did experience some some technical issues. Um, yeah. We we did record, but uh, but for those who have ever prepared content and tried to record through those technical issues, um, it throws you off a, a little bit. And so, uh, one of Drew and I's favorite things to to do is just to do this, just to have a conversation. Um, usually, it's over Marco Polo. Um, and, um, uh, and, and, and so, uh, but, but there is a lot going on. So there is a, there's a plan. Um, yeah. so, but let me go back to, to something, to a couple of, you, you know, what else, you know, what, what else? What? go for it, dude, go, go <laughs> is like, say celebrities are getting divorced and, and you have one celebrity that has, that came out as a Christian. Now I think there's the, the, there could be some discrepancies about, is he, is he truly in Christ? Is he not? And I'm talking about Kanye, Kanye and Kim Kardashian. Okay. Now I think it would be safe to say it's obvious that when they got married, neither one of them were believers. Right. Um, but you know, Kanye was, you know, he was under a, a master seminary pastor, um, that was discipling him and things like that. And Kanye was even inviting this guy to his house to do Bible study. Right. 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 <laughs> you know, now I think there's, you know, I don't know if Kanye's fallen off. I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't want to presume I'm at the moment, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt. And just for example, we're going to say Kanye is a believer in Christ. Okay. For the sake of argument, we're going to say Kanye is a believer. Got it. When Kim Kardashian just filed for divorce, one of the things no believer should ever say is, well, good for him. Never, ever. Do you know why? Do do you know why, Chris? Tell us, Drew. Tell us. Well, because we have have precedents in Scripture, and, and here we go. It's kind of one of these things we always kind of do is we go back to scripture. <laughs> wait, 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 Drew, Drew. We're, we're, we're no, we're not normative. That's right. We're regulative principle. Go ahead. Right. Just checking. Yeah. So say you have a married couple. One is a believer. One is not. Are you to divorce them? No. 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 In fact, you are supposed to remain married and you are supposed to serve them. Why? For the sake of the other person so that they may become saved as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, so Paul, uh, actually addresses this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he, he addresses this, uh, in first Corinthians chapter seven. Um, and he, um, he, he specifically says, 
um, verse 12, but to the rest I say, not, not the Lord, that if any brother has a wife who is an unbeliever and she consents to live with him, he must not divorce her. Uh, and of course, there are others who will try to defend that, uh, that, that, that it's okay for them to divorce. Now, I do uh, want to say Kim was the one that filed for divorce. Correct. Now, we would say she's not a believer, but still, we don't say that's a good thing. Right, right. And, 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 and let, let me, let me, let me uh, provide a little clarification. Um, in, in the news uh, article, that showed up today on, um, on, on Facebook, in fact, um, uh, you know, the news article that popped up that said uh, it was from Newsmax, uh, breaking news, Kim Kardashian files for divorce from Kanye West. There was um, over 11,500 comments at the time that I took this screenshot and sent it to Drew. Now, there were multiple people that commented upon this. There were a few in particular that we know are Christians. There were a few in particular who are going through processes to prove and show their biblical qualifications for an elder and or biblical counselor. These people literally quoted in public on social media and said, quote unquote, good for him. Close quote. Now, my point in saying that is not to call out any one specific person because there were multiple people that, that, that did comment on it. But we are not, we would affirm, correct brother, that, that divorce is a sin yeah. unless it's done for biblical reasons. Right. Uh, and long, those are very limited. Those are incredibly limited. And like, if I'm being honest, I would lean more towards the side of John Piper when John Piper says, well, well, no, I mean, it's, it, it's quote unquote allowed to where if, if one person files for divorce for another, then if that other person that was, that was uh, filed against remarriage, they're not, they're not uh, going to be guilty of adultery. But Piper goes on to say that even if there's adultery and that that because of our adulterous sin towards God and the fact that Christ never leaves us, that we are still to be that example. Todd Friel mentioned something G3 three years ago, I believe so, talking about talking about spouses. And now he, I don't think he mentioned specifically you know, divorce and adultery and stuff, but he did right. mention, you know, sins committed, you know, being angry because of sins committed against one another. And I mean, really, you can't argue against, yeah, but how often do you sin against God and God right. forgives you? Right. And that's, and, and that's, that's my point. If, if, if marriage is to be, you know, marriage is to be, to, to quote, uh, to quote a, a, a Christian rapper, marriage is the picture of the story that heaven tells. Um, and, um, then, then, you know, as much as we sin against the Lord, um, and yet, yet, you know, he is, he is obviously not ever going to leave nor forsake us. I understand, you know, we are not Christ, but our goal is to be Christ-like and that's not an excuse to encourage or celebrate what, what we just saw. And this is come, you know, coming from people who, who are, 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 you know, 
professing believers and leaders or want to be leaders mm-hmm. in the church. Right. So now it goes, but it also goes deeper than that. It doesn't just, it, it doesn't just stop here with what Paul says, right? Because again, going back to where we're given the benefit of the doubt and we're saying Kanye is a believer, right? Right, right. Now, if, if divorce is taking place for unbiblical reasons, right? Kim Kardashian is filing a divorce for unbiblical reasons. What happens to Kanye if he remarries? There you go. Now he has become an adulterer. Yeah, and, and 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 for anyone to say to look at this divorce and go, well, you know, glad for him, really. He's a if he remarries, he's going to become an adulterer, and you're glad for him. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I I don't understand that. I don't either. I I, I don't understand that. And 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 that brought up something that you and I I said to you in in the text, um, and and I said. I said, you know, stuff like this just shows um, a lot of professing Christians inability to think biblically in more than just their soteriology. Right. That, that there are so many professing believers who, who and, and, and I'm speaking specifically to the young, restless and reformed folks. No. I'm speaking specifically to uh, let me be spe- let me be be specific. The young, restless, and only reformed in soteriology. Correct, correct. You are not reformed if if only your soteriology is reformed. You are not. You are um, not at all. And uh, th- there are certain uh, church planning networks out there that place an overemphasis on the lead pastor. They place an overemphasis on. Um, not overemphasis because you can't overemphasize the importance of salvation, right? You, you, you right. can't, but that's not all that's in scripture. We need to, as believers, need to be able to think biblically in every area of our lives, mm-hmm. every area, not just when it comes to salvation. Right. Yes, that's important, but what's, what's the point of salvation? Why are we saved? Why aren't we saved and immediately called up to heaven? Mm-hmm. to live for the glory of God. Well, how do you do that? By honoring and obeying what God has said in his word, mm-hmm. period. So, so the goal, the goal is the whole counsel of God, mm-hmm. not just the golden chain of salvation. Right. The goal is all of scripture is God breathed, not just the red, quote unquote, red letters. Well, guess what? They're all red because guess who wrote them? God. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> not no, sorry. Those always make me laugh. Yeah, no, because no, someone said to me once, they were like, you know, <clears throat> if you're going to this place, see if there's, you know, this type of this specific type of Bible. It was a KJV index, red letters. I yeah. said, why, you know, why do you need red letters? The whole thing's inspired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you need you the know, whole thing. And <laughs> in, 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 in talking about everything that's happened th- this week, um, uh, th- this week, of course, we're recording this um, on on uh, on Friday, f- uh, February nineteenth, twenty twenty one, and and then this week um, there has been a, a lot happening. Um, uh, listen to our previous episode that we did with Andrew Rappaport, uh, Daryl Harrison, uh, Carl Hardgrove, Kofi 
concerning what's going on with James Coates. And Lord willing, in our next episode of Matter of Theology, uh, it is scheduled. Obviously, a lot can happen in between now and then, but we are scheduled to have on Aaron Coates and um, and their attorney, uh, uh, Jason Kitchens. Um, that episode will release next week, Lord willing. Obviously, there's a legal battle going on right there, so things could pop up and change uh, in an instant. Uh, if, if it does, it does. Uh, we are... We are uh, in communication with Aaron and in support completely of, uh, of her, of James, of Grace Life in Edmonton, uh, Jason Kitchens and their entire legal team. Um, but but I, I'm, I'm saying all that, number one, to let our listeners know what's coming, number two, and to be praying for them and to be praying for this, this opportunity and conversation to take place. But there have been so many people who have responded to me um, and, and, uh, and I mentioned this earlier. So as of the recording of this episode, of matter of theology, the the message that I sent out um, as far as asking for prayer for James and Aaron, and with with the screenshots of Aaron and I's conversation um, uh, on Instagram, it, it's been it's been retweeted or quoted over sixteen hundred times, and been liked almost twenty four hundred times. There's a hundred and eighty two comments, and some of the comments I couldn't read online because, well, I don't use that kind of language typically. <laughs> so, um, but you'd be surprised how many people I say all of that to say um, how many people are, are, are using the defense. Well, Paul said that not Jesus. <laughs> what somebody, somebody, please, somebody, please, mm -mm. please get those people a Bible. Well, I do have one. Luke says this, Acts says this. And I'm like, you do realize the, the, the level of ignoramus you're showing right now, correct? Like our, our responsibility is to know. <laughs> What's but really funny is it just, just popped in my mind. You know, people that say, well, you know, well, Paul said that, not Jesus. Okay, well, what did Jesus say? This is what Jesus said. No, actually, that's what John said Jesus said. <laughs> Right. It's like, come on. That's what Luke said. Jesus said, how do you know that's well, what Jesus said? How do you know that's what Jesus said? Because it's in the Bible. If, if the Bible's not perfect, the Bible, it, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter if we read that Jesus said it, or Paul said it, or uh, anyone else said it. If, if, if the whole thing is not inspired and errant, infallible and sufficient, none of it is. Right. <laughs> so, so I say all of that to say, we should not be celebrating one sin like that and saying good for him. And, 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 and man, that's some of the comments are coming from, from men in leadership position in churches. I don't understand. I don't understand that. And then, and then but, but brother, that, that goes back to some of the other things you said, you know, the cowardice involved, mm. the fear of man that, 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 that you find rampant throughout uh, throughout the church, man. And, and and you and I have had conversations with people who we bring up issues and, and, or, or we're challenged on issues and we, we, we push back with scripture and give examples of what we've seen and people will affirm those things, but then not do anything about it. Right. It's like, well, well, whose favor are you seeking? 
why, why do you even have, want the position? Why do you even have that position? Well, and, and that goes, that goes for all of us, you know, that goes for all of us right now. I mean, whose favor are you speak? Are you seeking first and foremost? Who are you let, how are you led around? Are you led around by the fear of God or the fear of man? Yeah. Are you a slave to Christ or are you, a, are you a slave to man? Mm-hmm. Wh- which one is it? Yeah. I mean, think about, think about this thing, right. And, and we've talked about it before. Think about John Calvin when he went into Geneva, um, he goes in there, he's preaching. Uh, they kick him out. They run him out of town, right? He wasn't afraid of it. Uh, he wasn't afraid of the people of Geneva. He was more afraid of offending God than offending the people of Geneva. He gave the people of Geneva what they needed, which was the word of God, unadulterated, unwatered down word of God. And then when they needed him, what did he do? He went back and he picked up right where he left off. Think about the... Uh, the Puritans, right? The great ejection when they were run out of their pulpits, you cannot preach unless you abide by our guidelines. And they said, eh, we're not going to do that. They were ejected from their pulpits until they were able to come back in. Yep. I mean, there was no fear of, of man in there. there we can, yeah. Look at Paul. I mean, and we can me, go, Timothy. Yeah, we, we, we can go all through church history and look at Athanasius, Athanasius Contramundum. It's Athanasius against the world. And at the Council of Nicaea, it pretty much was. There were only a few people that stood behind Athanasius. He was against everybody. Yeah. Well, look at, look at what's, you know, you mentioned Dr. MacArthur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got I mean, and look, man, right? We're just we're just a couple of guys having a conversation. Yeah, yeah we're just we're nobodies. <laughs> yeah. You look at look at John MacArthur. Where are Lig Duncan, Al Moeller, Mark Dever? Oh yeah, they're dude, they're catering to 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 the social justice movement. They're they're catering to the world. Right. I saw I saw Mark Dever's Instagram post today. I think it was, uh, you know, everyone's posting about James Coates and he's he's like, I got a new haircut, guys. You know, good for you, bro. Yeah. I actually asked him on on Twitter because um, someone mentioned something about um, nine marks and and, uh, and and or, or you know, Jonathan Lee. Uh, no, somebody asked Jonathan Lehman if he was going to speak up about this. And uh, and under that, I said, I tagged Mark Dever, question mark. And I, I just, yeah, the, 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 uh, the, the cowardice um, that is uh, th- that is being shown is mm-hmm. is incredibly frustrating. I, I will say this. They're giving their pinch of incense to Caesar is what they're doing. <laughs> Yep. Um, you know, I, for one, uh, and, and, and was it, I don't remember who it was that said this recently, but I, for one, am, am, am grateful for some of the fruit. Um, and we, we talked about this when we were talking about, you know, 2020 and for us and, and, and it's not a stupid year, um, and all that stuff, but, but I mean, we talked about this, being thankful for what we've seen in, in 2020, being thankful for COVID mm-hmm. and the, the pandemic, as I'm calling it now, um, uh, because it's it's showing, uh, Justin Peter said it, it's showing people's true colors. That's what it was. Yeah. He said yeah. it yesterday. I, I, I think it, I think it was colors. both he and Jason Lyle uh, yeah. were talking about a purifying of the church. Mm-hmm. 
um, is what this is doing. And I mean, it's so true because you're really seeing who the who the, people's true colors. You're, well, you're you're seeing who the men are, and you're starting to see the difference between the men and the people who are just going into daddy's closet and putting on his work uniform and playing around the house. That's what you're starting to see. You're starting to see those differences. Um, Cause I mean, Hey, I remember being little and going, putting on my dad's clothes thinking I was a big boy, but they didn't quite fit. Cause I hadn't grown into them yet, you know? Um, but that is one thing we can, we can really be thankful for. And that's man. And that's one of the things I'm really thankful for with men like Justin Peters and, and Justin Pierce and Andrew Rappaport and Matt Slick and uh, James Coates, uh, Dr. MacArthur, uh, Dr. Lawson, Dr. Bice, uh, Daryl Virgil, you know, everyone, uh, everyone that you and I have, have had the privilege and opportunity of, yeah. of linking yeah, arms wow. with and yeah. becoming partners with, because, and I'll throw this out there too, Brett Baggett, you know, Muskogee, Oklahoma, yep. and uh, Reagan Marsh, who who you and I have been in, in conversation with through text message and stuff. Um, these are these are Bible men. Come on, bro. Right? These are Bible men. These are men that are going to go, okay, let's talk about scripture. <laughs> let's see where that is in scripture. Um, that is their first, that's their first go-to is scripture. It's not, well, we can infer from scripture this or, but we also have to take into consideration these people over here. No, we don't. We only have to take into consideration first what God says. And then once we take into consideration first, what God says, then we relay that to the people and they're either going to come or they're not. Because they're either following yep. God or they're not. Yep. But at the same time, people are going to follow the man who is in charge. They're going to follow the man who has the dawn to actually stand up and lead. Come on, bro. I well, mean, and, and, and you're you're absolutely right. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, man. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, um, you know, look at look at what um, just specific examples, okay, uh, of what we've seen. Um, and and I and, and I have one that's, that's close to close to home for me. You've got what we've just seen, and and we'll let Aaron uh, Coates elaborate more on this on uh, this coming week. But what she's told me is this is a, they've never experienced the number of people that are coming, and not just coming, but the number of people who are professing faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And then through the work of the elders there at Grace Life, confirmed to possess that faith. Mm -hmm. So the Lord is drawing people near. Right. Look at what's, what's going on at Grace with John. You've got, they, they closed down in March, just like everybody else did, because they're being told millions of people are going to die, right? We, we've got to close down. They have an amazing uh, uh, live stream uh, that, that, that they gladly did. But then what has John said? And, and this has been confirmed. This has been confirmed by, by people that I know that are there. People just started coming. Mm -hmm. People just started showing up. And man, man they do their, their Sunday night services are, are where they introduce their new members and have baptisms. They've never experienced the type of growth that they're experiencing now. Because, because okay, close down. Okay, yeah, yes, sir, Caesar, sir, we will listen and obey. Here, make sure to give us our PPP loan, please. Mm -hmm. And 
So, so, so they do that and those churches close, but then what the sheep are left without an under shepherd under the chief shepherd. Mm-hmm. So then they go and they start looking for churches because that thirst is in them. The mm-hmm. thirst to gather the thirst for being to, to, to sit under faithful preaching, to worship among the saints, to gather among the saints. So they start going to faithful biblical churches. And then those churches start experiencing growth and revival. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that, 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 that some churches are closed. JD Greer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, bro, you're going to keep capitulating to the culture. You're going to apostatize. Yeah. You keep going. Okay. You keep doing you. Andy Stanley, you're not a pastor. You're a country club leader. Fine. Close down. Close down. Yes. Yes. That. Those thank you. That, yes. Thank <laughs> you. Been waiting much. for it for a while. Those sheep that would not step away <laughs> for whatever reason, because they're comfortable, because whatever, mm-hmm. may the Lord lead them and guide them. He cares about his elect and his children to where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Right. So then you've got other examples. You've got what, what Tom Askell and Jared have experienced at their church in Cape Coral. You've got Tom Buck and Gabe Hughes, what they're experiencing at First Baptist Lindale. I think about this is not in, in, in a local church context because because a podcast is not a local church. I think about just thinking. Brothers, since since the, the middle of last year, the influence that the Lord has given those men, the followers on social media. And has the, the, the Lord is bringing, and I tell them this literally probably once a week. Um, if, if for those who don't know, new listeners, new followers, I'm the public relations manager for the just for just thinking ministries. So the, the, the messages that we get, the notes that we get of, of how the Lord is using those men, and there are some things coming that I cannot talk about publicly, but just stay tuned to JT of, of huge things that the Lord is doing through that, through that ministry, through that podcast. Mm-hmm. And that is because, and, and this is what I tell them, guys, just like Dr. MacArthur says, you continue to take care of the depth of your ministry and you let the Lord take care of the breadth. You let him bring who he will bring. Uh, MacArthur said that about about ministry I, I think about something i heard years ago um somebody asked a, a a pretty famous christian songwriter you know how do i get discovered and how do i get you know blah blah, blah and all this stuff and, and and he had a great great response he said he said look the holy spirit is 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 is, is the one who does all that you just continue to be faithful to what where god has called you and what god has called you to do you you be faithful there and let him take care of the rest mm-hmm. and and, and that's what we're seeing, man. To, to, to your point, we're seeing men, the, the, the men that are, are, are standing up and saying in love and graciously, but firmly mm-hmm. saying, no, this is what God's word says. So this is what we're going to do. Yep. Versus the boys who, who are just playing mm-hmm. and, and who care more about their own jokes and, and comedy yeah. hour versus actually doing the job and the work of a pastor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I think about all the time. Um, uh, if I were to be a pastor, who would my influences be? Right. right. Because I believe you need to, you need to have all types of influences uh, to be a pastor. Uh, you need, you need to have some that are, that, that may be a little on the fringe. Um, 
but but you need to have solid uh solid influences in order to be a well-rounded pastor and and one of those um of course is is uh even though i disagree with you know eschatological portions um, would be would be john MacArthur, um because no matter how you slice it you can't beat uh you can't overlook 52 years in one pulpit come on 52 years of faithful ministry and i had someone you know and i was talking to someone about mark driscoll and mark driscoll's disqualification disqualifying of himself um and their reply was well mark mark driscoll has done more for the gospel and and for the church than any of us have and i and my my first thought was mark driscoll's done pennies compared to what john macarthur has done John, John, mark driscoll hasn't even scratched the surface um but then you couple that um with with other men who are training pastors like Steve Lawson, right? I named my son after Steve Lawson. He's had such an impl- influence on me. Um, but you know, so 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 those are two huge influences on my life. But then, you, you know, one, another huge influence that I have that I've really been intentional in in kind of observing from afar is Dr. John Snyder. From Christ Church, New Albany, uh, Doctor John Snyder is one of these guys who is very well read, uh, knows theology, but when he preaches, uh, he he pastors. He has this way of pastoring from the pulpit. He doesn't just give you the exposition of the text and tells right. you what's going on. He gives you the practical application for it and counsels you through it. Yeah. Not only that listening to him and how he does pastoring um, when he's not in the pulpit, when he has to actually counsel people, uh, the methods that he uses uh, are things that I go, you know, I did an internship at a, at a church and I never learned any of that. And that, I feel like that is very important stuff, Yeah, you know, and why didn't I learn any of that? You know, I went right. through, I went, through, I went through seminary. Okay. I, I I've been to seminary. I didn't even learn any of that in seminary, you know? So, uh, you know, men, so you got men like, like Dr. John Snyder, uh, but then you've, but then, you know, going, getting into the, the little more bold and a little more firm, uh, a friend that we've made recent, more recently is Brett Baggett. Yeah. Wow. When you listen to to that man preach, the spirit moves in your soul. Yeah, and he's been going through. I think he's been going through Philippians. Philippians. They just just finished. Just finished Philippians. And wow. Yeah. This man is amazing. If you have not listened to to Pastor Brett Baggett from Muskogee, Oklahoma, uh, Ecclesia Muskogee is the name of their church. You need to go. You need to look him up. And the work that he does with abortion phenomenal yeah wow um and by the way they're coming out with a documentary as well uh on abortion uh whenever whenever all that stuff gets put out there of course we're going to share it um but then another guy that that i'm really wanting to lean more into because he has offered himself we're not even members of his church and he has offered himself uh to be kind of a guide and a mentor to us 
and that's uh, a man named Reagan Marsh um, here in Dalton, Georgia. And, you know, we had, we had the opportunity of of talking with him uh, through zoom and just, I mean, there's no words to explain no, I, the, you know, the I, level I got, of care right. that this man has for, for the role of pastor. I mean, it's not right. something he comes in and he says, this is my job, right? And I'm going to do it how no, I want to do it. No. So he goes, I need to handle this with care because this position has been entrusted to me by my God. And because I am serving the Lord, I need to take great care in how I handle it and how I minister to these people. And I mean, and he's, he's always sending us encouragements as well. Uh, And and again, we're not even part of his church. We're just fellow believers that he, that, that he has offered himself um, for us to come under his wing and, and, and be a mentor of sorts from afar. Um, You don't see men like that in networks like Acts 29. Now they may be in there. I'm, I, I don't want to discredit all Acts 29 pastors um, because, because I'm sure there are some, 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 some great ones in there. I don't know all of them. Um, and so I don't want to discredit all of them, but by and large, you don't see that. You, you, because what's the difference in, <laughs> with all these men that I've just named? One, they're Bible men. They saturate themselves in the Bible. And I would say this about Andrew Rappaport too. He's a, he, Andrew Rappaport's a pastor and he, he's, and I would say he, to us, especially um, has been, has been a mentor to us as well. Um, he has always avail- made himself available um, to us. Um, and that is, if you've never had someone that has just made themselves available at the ready, uh, it, <laughs> It is such a blessing. Um, but these are Bible men. They're Bible men. But when they're outside of the Bible, they're Puritan. They're Puritan in their thinking. They're Puritan in their living. Now, I don't mean that they're, they're, they're driving by, by horse and buggy. Right. Or, <laughs> right. Right. But, right. but they, they're pursuing holiness men that are actively pursuing holiness that will go, you know what? And, and this is one of the things I can't, I can't, I, I can't wrap my head around this, how Andrew does this. Andrew works nonstop seven days a week. Okay. He's only recently had to stop, but these are men <clears throat> that don't take four and five vacations a year. They put everything on hold in, in order to pastor to their people. Yeah, you know another another word I wrote down when you were talking about that is intentional. Mm-hmm. They are they, they're That's intentional. That's a good word. Yeah, um, they're they're incredibly focused on what their responsibility is. Yes, it's more than just a job. Like for for them, it is it is truly a calling. It is it is infused in their bones yes to to shepherd it it is infused in their bones to exposit the word of god to draw every single solitary drop they can 
out of out of individual words if necessary mm-hmm. in yeah. order in, yes. in, in order to feed their sheep mm-hmm. they don't take a book of the bible that that you should spend years in and do it in less than a year and say yep look we just preached through that mm-hmm. just to say we did it they slow down why they're intentional mm-hmm. they will they will bend over backwards why they're intentional they will have one to two hour zoom conversations yeah. with with two men they have never met mm-hmm. who do have desires and aspirations to lord willing one day shepherd vocationally why they're intentional because they can't help it. Mm-hmm. They will properly come up underneath someone and shoulder burdens and weights with them and not ignore them because they don't agree with X, Y, Z. Why? They're intentional. It is, it, 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 it is, it is their, 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 their life. It is, it is, it is built into the fabric and infused into the fabric of their bones. They are, um, yeah, I, I mean, the, the, that's the only way to describe that. And, 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 and that brings me to kind of something else I was thinking about is, is, you know, we, we often talk about, we often talk about this, don't we? Um, pastors and, and, um, and the role of a pastor and, and, but, but why do we talk about that? Well, we talk about that because, I think one of the, the the biggest dangers in the church is uh, uh, the lack of qualified and able men um, that are carrying around the moniker of pastor, but don't carry around the role of pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and that's dangerous. That's that that's that's a threat. Um, a, a, a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and so pastors are, are to be examples to all of us, right? Mm-hmm. The role of a pastor, the qualifications of a pastor, an elder and a, and a, and a deacon. Yep. Uh, yes, they're, they're meant to be these qualifications specifically for them, first and foremost, to hold that office. But then, but then secondly, because that is what we are to aim for mm-hmm. as believers, and in, in, in what we've experienced in this last year, what we've experienced in the first two months of 2021, it has never been more important for men, qualified, able, courageous men to step up and say, I will lead with humility. I, I, I will lead with courage. Um, I, I, will, I will, as 1 Peter 5 uh, states, let me get back to it. I will shepherd the flock of God. Uh, and and I will exercise oversight, not under compulsion, but voluntarily according to the will of God, mm-hmm. not for sordid gain. I don't care how much money you bring in. If you're a slave to money and not a slave to Christ, you're a problem. If you're a slave to Caesar and not a slave to Christ, you're a problem. Why? That's not the will of God and your sheep are suffering. You don't lord it over people. You're 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 eagerly wanting to be the lead slave for your people. Mm-hmm. 
providing why, why, but proving to be examples to who the flock. Mm-hmm. And so when, when, when the, the nonsense of the world <laughs> comes knocking at our door, we can stand in righteousness and glorify our God in heaven. Psalm one, how blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in the law, he meditates day and night. So when you do all, you you don't slow down, you run to Christ, you run to Christ, you run towards him with everything you've got. You don't slow down to walk in the counsel of the wicked, and you don't slow down more to stand in the path of sinners, and you don't plant yourself in the seat of scoffers. You delight in the law law of God. It is perfect, Psalm 19.7. We should should desire it more than the honey of the uh, dripping from the honeycomb. We meditate on it. We dwell on it day and night. And then look what's said about that person. He will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season and its leaf doesn't wither. And in whatever he does, he prospers. So what happens if we don't do that? Well, the wicked are not so, verse four, but they are like chaff when the wind drives away, which the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. So it's it's super important to, to, to get behind and stand behind faithful, honest, humble men. Why? Because number one, we need a shepherd. We have the good shepherd. We have the chief shepherd, but we need our under shepherds. And so that, that's why we need to physically gather mm-hmm. as the church. That's why we need men to stand up and, and, and do their thing. Because us as sheep, we're, <laughs> we're stupid and defenseless without them. Mm-hmm. What you got? That's right. Yep. We would be attacked by the bears and the wolves. The bears and the wolves. Or we would be told, hey, go this way. Yeah. And it's that- a lie. That's not a cliff over there. Yeah, that's not a cliff. So, so what? What else? What else you got, man? Um, man, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> it's just a talk about. It's just, it is just a talk about. You know how how in Australia, you know, they go on a walkabout. This is just, this is just the the podcast talk about the podcast that could be that should be the name of the episode I think yeah you know you know what this is this is actually a really good introduction for disciplines of a pastor yeah um this is a very good introduction for that and so if you're listening to this you don't know what we're talking about um i had this idea about uh doing a series of episodes uh that is uh, about the disciplines of a pastor how should they be disciplining themselves and and basically it comes down to this taking the qualifications for an overseer and and timothy and titus and what we want to do is we want to take one qualification per show, and we want to bring in a pastor to talk about this specific qualification yeah, and what yeah. that means. Yep. Um, I think that would be beneficial so that people go, oh, so that's the type of pastor I should be looking for. That's what I should be looking for in my pastor or mm-hmm. for, for people who want to be pastors 
that's the type of pastor I need to be. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I understand. Um, just because there's, I mean, with the whole celebrity culture today, right. The Stephen Furtick's and, you know, it's almost like you want to be a pastor. Hey, you know, just, you know, dress like the latest, like latest teen craze, uh, get the, get the newest hippest lingo, jump on stage with some flashing lights and stuff and just tell the people what they want to hear and make it, make it all about them. Um, it's easy to be a pastor. Well, no, it's not. No, it, it is one. First of all, it is the greatest and highest calling you can ever have Yeah, to be a pastor. But with that calling comes so much responsibility and so much duty. Yeah. And, and, and to tie that into your word, intentionality there 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 comes a lot of intentionality with that because it's it's nothing but a continual dying to self yep in in, in order to do that work so i think i think this would be this is a great intro to disciplines of a pastor yeah and brother and, and that that's um that that made me think about uh the the famous quote uh, by the Prince of Preachers, the great Baptist preacher and theologian, Charles Haddon Spurgeon. And he says this, quote. Wait, was he a Baptist? Did you, was he a yeah, Baptist? He was, wasn't he? Yeah. Was he? I don't know. I'm so used to all of my favorite theologians being Presbyterians. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so weird when you come across. See, now you got me, now you got me second guessing. I, Okay. If he it wasn't, is, I'm sorry. It, it I is 11 o'clock at night, you know. That is true. That is true. Um, but he said this, quote, if God has called you to be his servant, why stoop to be a king? Why stoop to be a king? Why stoop to be a king? So, If God has called you to be his servant, why stoop to be a regional director of a critical race theory network? <laughs> <laughs> Just going to true throw that out there it's true you know it's true but but for all of us um you know i i would challenge all of us and again that, that's why we we want to have that disciplines of a pastor we want to start that series and lord willing we have some uh some some great men who who we uh we have reached out to already uh and that we will wait uh, who, have you reached out to people already i have who well i'm not going to tell you here because then everybody would know oh I didn't know you already reached out to someone. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because um, so, I know I've got people I want to reach out to and get them on. Well, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do it. And, and you know what, man? I tell you what. Um, yeah, we'll 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 talk. We'll talk. <laughs> I have some we, ideas but too. you know who we can't have on? Who? We can't have Andrew on for this because he's already our most reoccurring guest. He, okay. he already guest. has, we got to, we got to start letting someone else start, make some more appearances. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. Um, so, so, but the reason that we want, again, we want to do that to Drew's point, And I love the way you said that brother. Um, we want to provide uh, number one. It's, it, it's a little, it's not selfish on our part, but 
but it, it's something we want to learn more about, you know? So, so, uh, but, the, but then I love the way you said it. it's, it's so that anybody listening and so that's, that's, that, that's crucial, but that, that's coming. Um, more willing. It's coming soon. My internet connection's unstable, just so you know. Yes, it is. It is. I know. I know that it is. You don't have to tell me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, true. I'm, I'm going to have a lot of editing to do. We recorded gonna... a whole episode before this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we recorded a whole episode before this that uh, we're going to re-record because, well. Are we doing that for sure? I'm we're traveling. Recording. I'm in. Yeah. For sure. Okay. That way, when I post this one, I can say, enjoy the talk about because our episode on fear yeah. kept having technical difficulties and we have to re-record it. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, enjoy yeah. us ranting angry old man rants. No, we weren't angry and old manish about it. Were we? You're, well, I mean, I just don't look angry anymore because this is the natural smile I wear on my face every day. <laughs> so this and for those of you who can't see me, it's a look of really, <laughs> and that's because I've, I've I've just had to deal with so many people over the past year and and just go, oh, really, bro, amen. So good stuff coming. Um, be praying for be praying for us again this this coming week. Uh, we are scheduled to record with Aaron Coates and Jason Kitchens. Um, and then we will be uh, re-recording our episode on fear, um, which I, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about because I, I really think that that's going to be something, hopefully, Lord willing, that, that, uh, that all of us, uh, ourselves included, can, can turn back to um, when, 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 fear, when, when fearful situations come our way. So, yeah. Anyway. Now I'm going to have to go back and listen to all those things I said that weren't in my notes. I know. I'll put too. them in my notes. <laughs> Because <laughs> there were things I said just off the fly that I was like, "Oh, that was so good too, man." Yeah, that they was were so good. good. Let's just let's just splice what you said and release that one because I was off. Um, so, and my internet connection was unstable, <clears throat> and it still is unstable. So, like I think you froze. Oh, oh yep, you just froze right there. So, uh, nice. Well, I think you blew that in, man. It's 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 real life. Yeah, this one I'm not editing at all i'm so people can see oh, and okay, hear cool. and understand right. why we're going to re-record the fear episode um ah uh, yes so yes, it's so, so it's something like we're, we're, we're not it's not like we did it and it was terrible it was because of what you're hearing now there's there's bad internet connections and stuff um that's that's, ta that's taking sorry. place i'm traveling i'm traveling I'm I'm not at uh at my normal spot and um and I'm in a hotel and the the Wi-Fi is obviously awful. Yeah. So cool. So hey, thanks so much for listening to the talk about. Uh we, we do hope that uh that it was encouraging and uh maybe made you smile or laugh. And, and you know what? I, I know that sometimes I sound angry and sometimes I just give I people give people that good old honey bear. Uh, kick in the face, you know, I understand sometimes I do that, but one of the reasons I'm one of the reasons I do listen to John Snyder a lot on purpose is because I'm trying to grow more in being graceful. So next time, hopefully it will just be a gracious kick to the face and not <laughs> a, a kind of angry one. 
Is that like a Ricky Bobby with all due respect? I said yeah. with all due respect. <laughs> I said with all due respect. <laughs> it sure as heck does, Chip. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well, um, hey, we love you guys. Thank you so much for uh, for your encouragement and, and support. And uh, tune in next time on uh, Matter of Theology. Same bat time, same bat channel. There you go. You know how to find us. See ya. See ya.